A pre-Christmas tickle with Steve Vines, how are you? <laughs> no mince pies for you, mate. No, no mince pies, plenty of mincing. Now, <laughs> is it true that in this part of the world, a pat on the head equates to a kick in the pants? Well, if you go to Beijing, it could be. It might be. It could be. Has I anybody mean, done I, that? I, well, funny funny you should say here's that. Here's one I made earlier. <laughs> yes, here's, an, here's a minced pie. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so you've got what's his name? Tall fella used to be chief executive of Hong Kong. I think CY six eight nine something or other. So he's up there, and you've got to love it. I mean, he's clearly been dispatched by the rear end by the comrades, and of course, what they're doing as as he as he tumbles out the door is they're showering with praise. But the praise I like most, and it gives hope to me, I, I, I may say. Because it's going to happen to you, right? Yeah, well, no, not that so much. <laughs> was, it's from the foreign minister who says, oh, he's a very young and able man. I'm thinking, young, he's 62. Yeah, but in their in parlance, their parts of the world, these maybe, guys are all 130-12. Yes, and they've all got the... I love the the the, the, the uh, copious use of black dye for the hair, but... Big square glasses, black big suits, black glasses, dye. Hey, so... I just love the fact that he was described as well. I mean, satire is alive and kicking. The I two think it, words, I, I think it, young and able, yeah. seem to me to um, sum up something. I think, in political terms, somebody who was fifty plus but not yet say a hundred was considered young. They've you know they've always said things like that. Hey. David Cameron, young and hey, does things to I'm me. I'm so there. Yeah, I didn't used to be. But <laughs> the young. Funnily, funnily enough, as I've got. <clears throat> ex young yeah. I, I like this i like it young mr thank, grace thank you mr wang for saying that <laughs> I'm, I'm, so but, anyway but, it, it, but, it i mean the shenanigans a... that mm. are going on up there i mean you've still got poor old john jung who's sort of banging on the door saying please sir can i go and they go shut up no, no, please sir I've, 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 I've tended my resignation they're going can you shut up? I thought if you resigned, you carried the cards. Or is it... Well, no, apparently it doesn't work like that. Really? Up in up in the wonderful uh, world of, and you've got um, Carrie the Can, who's who's going up there. Now, what's very interesting about this is Carrie Lamb, <coughs> who incidentally nobody knows she's going to run for the chief executive race. No, nope. you heard it here. 15th, I think, or Steve, possibly... Steve, you're going, have massive, and... <laughs> you're going to have a massive potato on your face if she doesn't. I, I know, I'm going to feel really bad, but I'm kind of... I'm not a betting man, but if you want five and sixpence on the fact that she's <laughs> running, come to me. Anyway, she's running, and she's up in Beijing, not for any political reason. Can you... Can, can, can we tell the listener that, hmm. in case anybody's got this wrong? Oh, but... Now, this is interesting, but she... And Mr. Leung, the late departed young and able fellow... The young Mr. Grace. The young Mr. Grace are going to have a press conference together... By coincidence. ...on Friday evening. Now, I suspect that could possibly not be devolved... How, how many negatives make a positive? Could, not, not could possibly, possibly not be not about politics. That's what I'm thinking. And oh. I'm thinking it might even be about um, running and races and who would be in it. I don't know. It's hardly a race, I, though, Steve, and I beat you to it this time. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So, actually, in the big picture, John Jung might be just sitting there waiting for the, waiting for the hot dog waiting vans to open and, well, and, I, and I, not dealing with I all this think, nonsense. No, I think, to be fair, they are trying to do something for him. I mean, you know... Shaft, the, I believe, the, is these, the word you're looking for. Well, no, I think they'll probably give him a little postette somewhere. Like what? Well, you know, third, third um, nose-picking secretary at the IMF... Oh, I mean, here, you mean? Well, no, the point is that they have certain international jobs at their disposal. I mean, that's how the international merry-go-round works. And one of the reasons why in international institutions are staffed by such hopeless people 
are their, 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 their stuff by the rejects from national political systems. So, you know, for example, when, when you want to get rid of a leader, you say, I tell you what, we'll give a really big job in the UN. UN are very prestigious, very, very good. He's completely useless, very good. So you've got lots of this going on. I suspect that they might be looking for a little job at, you know, Asian Development Bank, IMF, something in the And it hasn't crossed your sector. mind, Steve, that he might be up for that. He, uh, seriously, you always call me naive and you think poodle and all that stuff. It's, you know, the amount of hassle that particular bloke has had to deal with, he might just say, oh, forget this. Can I call you bring, naive? Bring Can on I the call IMF. you naive? A man who wants to do that <laughs> does not, does not send me set to up Wales. an election team um, um, tentatively I know, reserve, Steve, but, you know, reserve space in a building for an office. And okay, all right. generally I did, I did hang around it. waiting for somebody to say, um, you know, uh, okay, boy. But just think of on. how much nicer his life will be if he just said goodbye to the whole blinking lot. Yeah, but you see, you you and Mr. Jung and Ms. Lam and various other people come from different directions. They love the power. They love it. You know, the idea that you can be the capo de capo or whatever they call it nowadays... That's the thing is... you put on a violin, <laughs> by the way. I think, or a guitar. Uh, yes, <laughs> you ask my friends from Italy. Um, the idea that you can be the big boss is... is, is oh, is very... it really worth it? Yeah. In this, day, in this place here and yeah. there, is it really worth yeah. it? You've got well, wrinkles I mean, to think hey, of. Hey, you know, I, I can say in all honesty, it doesn't occur to somebody like me to run for anything like that. But the fact of the matter is... That's good, I'm glad you brought yes, that up. Yes, I'm glad I've clarified <laughs> that, because it was sort of hanging up there. But the fact of the matter is that these people... I mean, lust for power, it's a terrible thing. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's a bit like... It's a bit like... Um, I, I'll give you an, an analogy, if I can pronounce it and spell it. Go on, then. You know, it's, it's like people putting on tight shoes because they're stylish. They know they're going to be tight. They know they're going to be uncomfortable, but, boy... They'd Do they good. like it when they put it on and people yeah. go, oh, I love your shoes? Yeah. It's that, it's that kind of thing. I know that they're not stupid. They do realise that these jobs come with a bit of a headache. But somehow it's, it, it, it's irresistible. It's like drugs. It's not good for you. They, they, it's just like... <coughs> well, Excuse me. I can't, well, we, can't, we can't speak for them. But we can't. Is he barking? Well, hey. Well, I mean, and according to... And, and this is a person who knows about these things. According to Mr C.Y. Tong... The, the see why tongue. <laughs> see why sorry. I've got oh dear. I got up too early. It's mutated. It's mutated. I know they're it's all alive. they've all become one person. Yeah. Shall I make an autocorrect? Yeah. That would go no, CH Tong. No, let's talk about Anson Ip. Anson Ip. <laughs> <laughs> go on. And Regina Chan, yes. Yeah. Um, oh God. Once we go down that road we have a long strasser to follow. Proof that this is live. <laughs> So, Mr. C. H. Tung, sorry, listener, um, is, is gave a speech this week, and you've got to love him. I mean, he he was the spectacularly unsuccessful first chief executive of the Hong Kong SAR, and he's basically given a speech this week, and he says, you know, democracy—it's a wonderful thing. It does give you rabies, of course, but other than that, it's it a does. wonderful thing. And you know, we're very committed to democracy, but you know, the problem with elections. <sighs> You often get the wrong result, and it leads to all sorts of unpredictable, terrible, terrible, terrible things. But hey, we're very committed to it. It's like, it's like. Did like, you get all of that? Did I know, you, did I know. But you know, it's like you, you <coughs> imagined, like Clive done this, like Granddad, all these little kids sitting at his feet. I know. And we love you. That's the kind of vibe well, we're the, getting. There. Yes, it's it's a bit more like you know, um, 1984. Actually, you know, 
truth is lies, lies are truth, etc., mm. etc. Well, anyway, back to back to the you thing, speak. Back to the thing about you know the horse bolted and this ship yes. sailed and all those other things. Um, there seems to be a tradition that when people are leaving a position of power, they do a couple of cracking things. 11th hour and 59th minute, President Obama's released some prisoners. Yes, and this, that and the other. Yes. Now, it seems that we're going to deal with this stupid thing about the MPF. And of course, people are going to be saying, well, why didn't you do that ages ago? Well, people, when it would have made a difference. Well, you know, the line that's being spread is, you know, well, you might not like who I now have to call Mr. C.H. Learn, but I believe he's called C.Y. Learn. You might not like him, but, you know, he did great things for the alleviation of poverty. Well, if he can swing the MPF thing, great. Well, it would be a good thing, and you're quite right, it would be great. Because that's Don't just have a, a problem with that. You know, and, and there are things... I mean, he's he's been in office for four years. There are things that came in during his administration that were perfectly all right. But alleviation of poverty... Give me a break. Give me a break. And what they're trying to say is, for example, that the introduction of the $2 fare for seniors was a major, major alleviation of poverty measure. Well, I'm not against it. It does help poorer elderly people to, to use public transport. But it, it's not alleviation of poverty. No. This is cleaning the windows when all the doors have been blown out. Arranging deck other. chairs on the Titanic. Exactly. It's that kind of stuff. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, one-fifth of the population is still living... In poverty, they were before CH or CY or whatever he's called <laughs> came into now, office. <laughs> I'm getting confused myself now, um, and they are still there. You know, and then they say, "Oh, you know, there was a, there was a little payment at uh, New Year. They got an extra thousand dollars for this and a bang there." I mean, these are not poverty alleviation measures. They are literally, as you say, rearranging the chairs on the <laughs> Titanic. And as for housing. He's solved. He's made an enormous contribution to... Sell. Oh, sorry. I did... No, no. Sorry. I've got to take one thing back. He did something very, very big for poverty. Set up a committee. No, no. More than a committee. There's the Commission on Poverty. He's obviously been studying the, um, you know, those Yes Minister scripts where, <laughs> where you know, Sir Humphrey, the, ch- the, 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 the chief bureaucrat, says to the minister, he says, yes, minister, I know you're very concerned about this and there is an absolutely obvious suggestion here. I think we need to gather some of the finest minds in the country together, form a committee. And what's that going to do, Sir Humphrey? Oh, that's hardly the point, minister. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, though. It's we, true. You know, we, yes. You've got you've got committees to elect committees. So there is a which commission. There's a commission rich, on poverty. Rich, rich blokes. Yes, rich blokes sitting on the commission on poverty. Mind you, your average pauper doesn't really fancy being on a government committee. Well, does if he? they get paid, they might. They, if, if they get an allowance, get why not? Cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. Free 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 central heating and, and air conditioning during the during the summer. Not too bad. Mm. So the commission on poverty. Ah, oh, there's a body. That's they've sprung into action. Sprung into action, and they have achieved mm, nil point <laughs> exactly so then there's housing now we hear that um uh there's you know the 10-year housing target apparently that's in question but wait a minute apparently the way it's working is there's enough land available for developing the number of private housing projects according Different to budget. the target but doesn't seem to be enough land for the public housing gosh not quite sure how that's all panned out. Different budget. Different budget. But I, I think that, that, you know, there are solutions. So we, we could have some of these coffin homes, you know, these 100-square-foot um, uh, uh, jobs like the one that they're flogging in Toon Moon. We could I have... I that. Yeah. yeah, lovely, lovely. Mm. Apparently they've got beds 
Who knew? Who, beds. Too good. <laughs> beds. Too good for them. Yeah. So the, the, the housing... And the there, 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 are other, there are other solutions. Um, and they include what? Oh, oh that's right. So, first of all, um, uh, slaughter of the firstborn, because that would make families smaller. And because it's Christmas, I'm trying to think of warm, warm, cuddly Cuddy solutions. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Yes. Then there's a lot of old people. Well, do they really need to be housed? I mean, they're not going to last very long anyway. No. They could be just sort of put on the doorstep. Often. So, you know, if you want my advice, there are ways to tackle this which don't involve house building. Part the second of our pre Christmas thing with Steve Vines. What you got? Well, we have talked about this before on this very I'm programme. Sure have, Steve, yes, and, sure you know, have. repetition is no crime. Yeah. <laughs> if it is, I've got to leave. <laughs> but um, we had an announcement yesterday oh, yeah. that, the, that the food trucks, my favourite bait noir, are ready to roll. I read a report in the South China Morning Post to say that they're going to hit the road. And I'm thinking, reporter, they're not going to effing hit the road the whole point about them is they're going to be stationary the whole point about food trucks everywhere else in the world is they go from place to place dishing out food in hong kong they'll be on bricks you have have to buy a truck and keep it stationary in one place i mean it's, it's bonkers beyond belief anyway so the first eight of them apparently are going to be rolled out or spluttered out, whatever is the, the, the correct adjective. Or is that a verb? No, I think that's an adjective. Um, they're going to be spluttered out in eight locations and um, they're not going to move. And I find, um, the, I find the news article whilst you're talking. Oh, yeah, fantastic. We've Thank got to you get so, it right. Thank so. you so much for that. And um, they're going to be followed by other exciting stationary food trucks. But already we're hearing, Yarp. and you heard it here first, I say immodestly, Apparently there's some regulatory problems. I'm afraid it wasn't the SCMP. It was us that said hit the road. And if oh, you was say, it? How, don't even think about saying nasty stuff about us at RTHK. Uh, uh, listen, that was You're so... Banned. That was, that You're banned. You're banned. When I say that was a stupid thing to write, what you I meant, mean what is what, what a stroke of genius <laughs> to describe a stationary vehicle as hitting the road. Right, Not many people would have thought of that. Eight of them, apparently, on probably eight, the second. Yes, eight, eight, no less than eight. <coughs> and off they go, or off they don't go because they're not going anywhere and now we hear that there are regulatory issues well of course there are regulatory issues they're dealing with the food environment hygiene and no joy to all mankind department whose speciality is regulatory issues there is no clipboard too big to accommodate the 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 many rules of this wonderful organization who are mainly there to make sure that things don't happen yeah so even when it's a government initiative they can still make sure that things when they do the trade test will you make sure things don't happen yes yes you're in yes exactly well you you can imagine a fehd interview now now young man i see you're looking for a career in food environmental hygiene and so so what do you think would be the best thing for a restaurant to do and they go well i think you know no, no, the answer is get it closed. Yeah. Closed oh. down, you're in. Right. <laughs> well done, young man. You've got a job. You may even be in, in for a senior role. In fact, I'm sending you to the special duties unit. <laughs> yeah, special duties unit. They're wonderful. Anyway, so, um, you know, so we're going to have Maxims reborn in these food trucks. We're going to have all sorts of people who you know and don't really like. Yeah. But plus, you'll get a few, you know, a few who are a bit inventive, because they passed the government... I mean, this is what food I off. love. They had a food off. They had them. a food off. They passed the government food test. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you talk about creative industries and government, you just stop there. When you talk about 
being creative about food and and you have to sit in front of greg so to prove yourself he's yeah right he says it's going to be on a rotational basis what does that mean well they're going to they have to put wheels on them because they've got to move somewhere so somebody else can go. So Maxims can leave and Swires can take over or whatever. Yeah, excuse me. This is what happens everywhere <laughs> in restaurants. They come and go very fast well, yes, without wheels. Different reasons, though. For different reasons, but it's the same It's the same can of worms. Uh, sometimes there's something called rent that comes into the equation, but... Uh, this gets better, Steve. It says go the, on. the administration has said the scheme aims to add fun and vibrancy to Hong Kong's dining scene and showcase the standard of food hygiene and safety here in the city. <sighs> Showcase I'll food hygiene. Go on, go on, go on. Oh dear. Yeah, you will have fun. <laughs> There's a new regulation to have fun. I, I, I'm, I'm. I, where do you start with this nonsense? Mm. I mean, can I just say that that in places where this has worked, I, I think food trucks started in California, if I'm not mistaken. Um, although you know there were variants of this. I mean, in 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 Britain when I was a lad, you used to have. Um, mobile fish and chip shops going up and down the streets, you know, in sort of caravan cool. things. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they were in the north of England, which one didn't actually Don't visit, because they're very common people up mm. there. Oh, you have no idea. Or oh, even Wales. Oh, no, let, please. Please. This is a family show. Let's right. not talk about Wales. Mm. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh, yeah, food trucks. Uh, but but the, the extraordinary thing about them was that they were set up by entrepreneurs, and they... And I don't know how this worked. They apparently managed to get going without having a government food test, without entering a competition with Greg So sitting in the middle saying, you're a good food truck, you're a bad food truck. It was called... Yes, I'll see you at family dinner on (coughs) Sunday. Yeah, and you can buy me a free cup of tea. No, no, I take that back. I'm sure he didn't say that. Um, But the fact of the matter is that, you know, it's it's, it's a restaurant on wheels, frankly. Yeah. And... It's a good idea, though. There's nothing wrong with it. It would be great to see it go well. Just do it. (laughs) Just say, look, we're opening up a licensing system for food trucks, full stop. Nothing... You you don't need the inky hands of bureaucrats over all of this. You You have to. I mean, without inky hands, this wouldn't... (laughs) This just wouldn't have happened. Well, no, but what you can say is, it's, it's, you know, you've got a vehicle... We're, 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 you, you can park it here, you can park it there, and you know, and see what you can make of it. The, funnily enough, the people who will determine the success of this, and I'm going to use a vulgar term here, oh. are called customers. No. And if the customers like it, they'll come back and they'll buy more. If they don't like it, they won't. You don't need a bureaucrat to say whether they'll like it or not. This is determined by something called the market. I know these are all new concepts. It might be hard to take in at the end of 2016, but it kind of works everywhere else on the planet. They're talking about top tourist spots, Steve. Which is Golden Bohemia Square, specifically? Oh, that's the the one um, next to the exhibition and blah, blah, blah centre in Wan Chai. You know the one that nobody but mainland tourists visit? Bingo. All right, then. So we've got the area outside Ocean Park. Yes. We've got Salisbury Garden and the Art Square in Chim Sao Choi. We've got... Right. We've got Energising Kowloon East, Venue 1. Oh, Energising Kowloon East. Energising Kowloon East. Is that a pill? (laughs) Who knows? (coughs) Uh, Wong Dai Sin Square, next to the Wong Dai Sin Temple. All right. In case the monks get a bit peckish. Yeah. And the area outside Hong Kong Disneyland. Oh, well, but or, they did say tourist joints, so I mean, yeah, that, no, no, that does I mean, what listen, it says on the tin. There's nothing wrong with those places. They are places tourists visit. 
and they do need to be fed and watered. The question is, do they need to be fed and watered by a bureaucrat-type scheme? Well, The answer is almost definitely, in fact, take out the word almost. I'm, I'm just curious. Not. I'm just curious to see which the eight of the 16 are the ones that get out there, first of all. Yeah. One of them might... Yeah. Not rhyme with plaxims. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 it's the usual story, isn't it? You, you throw in a few independents so you can Let's say it's wrong. been open to everyone, but actually it's another scheme for the usual suspects. All of these are other schemes for, for the usual suspects. Call me a cynic. You're a cynic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but no, let's hope... Let's hope. That you and I are both completely yeah, I, utterly wrong. Hey, it's a I, brilliant idea. I, I'd like to be wrong, but I, can't, I just... You know, when you see that dead hand of bureaucracy crawling over something, you just know it just isn't going to work. Mm. All right, next. So next. Oh, oh by the way, I've just Go got on. to mention that if anybody wants to send us an email, feel free. Morningbrew at rthk.hk. I've given him a rest from telly this week. Oh. We'll do it next week. Yeah, quite rightly so. He, leaves, he loses an, an ounce of his soul every time we put him on camera. <laughs> But uh, well, I mean, let's let's not not keep ourselves out of the realm of government. There's my other famous um, famous favourite um, organisation. It's called the Education Bureau, led by my very favourite bureaucrat Eddie Young. You know the guy who reads thirty books a month. <coughs> so he says, Ladybird book. must be true. Yeah. And uh, there's still the question of that brush over hairstyle. But we're not going to get into any of T-S-A. that. TSA. We are going to get into the fact that the ombudsman has discovered. Oh, that. That's, right, okay. um, It's an interesting story, this. I mean, these are application forms for um, for kindergartens. Yes. And, and, so, and apparently, um, I mean, you know, these are forms that are supposed to be 40 bucks a piece. And apparently in one case, there's some school that's charging 93 times the 40 bucks. Yeah. Work it out, that's a few thousand. Others uh, are charging, you know, 36 times more. Gosh. And... That's all right. I mean, they're entitled to do that. Were it not for the fact that these are institutions <coughs> which are supposed to be not profit making, receive a public subsidy, and are supposed to comply with the, you know, with the yes. old rules. So, the Education Bureau, which is ever vigilant about uh, patriotic education, education and things like that, yeah. when it comes to just administering simple things like this, apparently just can't do it. And the ombudsman's called them up. And they've said, well, our explanation is that we are um, oh, very busy, very busy, lots of forms to fill in. Act now. And Act now. And uh, One Belt, One Road. <coughs> in fact, One Belt, One Road is the answer to everything. Oh, that's come back, hasn't it? Oh, One Belt, One Road. Oh, as we speak in this very warm studio that's making me splutter because it's full of microbes, um, we, Mr. Mr. CY is in Beijing talking about One Belt, One Road. Are you impressed? I thought we'd seen the back of that. No, no, no. One Belt, One Road, very important. Hong Kong's contribution there too. No, no, he's there at this moment talking mm. about it. It's very exciting. What if The I... opportunities. Yeah. Suspender belt makers throughout the land are getting was... very excited by this. This goes into what we started off with this morning, saying, you know, when they do something right at the very end of their tenure. Yeah. The MPF thing. Before we leave today, I want you to mention that, if you would. But just, you know, this thing about payment and... <coughs> well, this is where... ...being the... given the money you're due, basically. Yeah, I mean, this is what... I mean, this is... Well, let's just talk about it as you've raised All it. I mean, right. go, go on, we'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, this is outrageous, where... You, you know that when people leave their jobs, they're entitled, if they've been there for long enough, for example, to long service payments, they're entitled to other um, payments to do with the termination of the staff. And employers have been going around taking that money 
out of, of that course they have. MPF contributions. I mean, it's just flagrantly wrong. I mean, but not illegal. It's not illegal. So, after all, I mean, I don't know why it's so complicated to crack down on this. I mean, I speak as somebody who does employ people. We do, and you rip have... your guys right off with your stuff, don't you? That's not true. We're thinking of paying them. Are you? That's a new plan <laughs> for the new year. Well, hey, when I say thinking, I'm saying we're going to form a committee or possibly a commission. But you know, it, honestly, it would never occur to me to behave like this. And the fact that they get away with it, and it's taken them four years. And remember, they haven't actually done anything even yet. They're still... Oh, we've got to think about Do you know how this works? Do you, do you actually know what happens here? Can you just explain to numpties like me? What happens is, so, you want to leave, and essentially you're not going to get... It, it, <coughs> well, comes, it comes out of your MPF, no, which no, is no, meant no. to be the something way, totally the way, different. The way it goes is, when you're, when you're an employee, yeah. you contribute to your MPF, sure. and, oh, and then you get ripped off by the, um, you know by the, the, the designated MPF organisation. <laughs> by ripped off, I mean well-serviced. <clears throat> yeah. The employer then has to make a matching contribution. Uh-huh. That's supposed to give you a pot of money, which is your pension or savings, whatever it is. But now what's happened is that employers <coughs> have been taking out of their contribution to your MPF scheme. They say, well, you know... You're due a hundred thousand bucks mm. for long service. Well, that's in the MPF pot. We're not going to actually pay you any money that we owe you. Is that just a massive loophole thing that they? Yes. Oh, we found. Yes. We can do. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. That's just wrong. It's just wrong. Wrong. It's just Reprehensible. wrong. And it could have been plugged in two minutes flat. So now the so CE now reckons he's going to do. They're looking at it now. They're looking at it now. Yes. But I mean, the obvious question that a six-year-old would ask Is, was, "Why didn't why you?" Didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. What, what, I know. It's the elephant in the room, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's well. I know why they didn't because all the all the friends of CY Long, that would be two people, went to him and said, "Look, we've got a lot of staff. This is going to cost us money." He said, "Oh, quite understandable. We we, we hear your pain." Because <laughs> I'm laughing. Wondering. I'm laughing. It's not funny. It's I'm, really not funny. It's outrageous. I mean, the MPF has never has not been um, on on everybody's Christmas list ever since it started. And then you know, people think that lots of people. Well, it has been on one set of Christmas well, lists. Sure, all, yeah. all the all the people who provide the MPF schemes. I mean, boy. Christmas came many, many times for them. Hmm. You know, they were charging ridiculous fees. I mean, only now have they even got round to dealing with that. I mean, some of these MPF schemes were knocking off every year 5% of whatever you contributed as their so-called management and administration fees. 5%! I mean, they didn't make 5%. So every year you'd be putting money into the scheme and it'd be losing, you know, you'd be losing cash. Tell you what, Steve. <coughs> this time next year... Yes. You are going to be well out of a job because you're going to have to... You've got another person to point your bullets at. Do you realise that? Uh, well, I mean, it could be anybody called Carrie Lamb. 